Welcome to the Factor Think Tank podcast. This is an educational activity funded by SOVI. This podcast is only intended for healthcare professionals. All views and opinions expressed are those of the participants only. Welcome to the Factor Think Tank podcast series on synovitis in hemophilia. My name is Maria Elisa Mancuso. I'm a senior hematology consultant at the Center for Thrombosis and Hemorrhagic Diseases of IRCCS Humanitas Research Hospital in Rozzano, Milan, Italy. In this episode, we will cover the definition and pathophysiology of synovitis. With me to discuss this topic is Dr. Robert Klamros, who is the director of the Hemophilia Treatment Center for Adults and Children at Vivantes Hospital in Berlin, Germany. Dr. Klamroth, very welcome, and thank you very much for joining. Hello, Maria Elisa. It's a pleasure for me to discuss with you synovitis today. So my first question is a very simple one. How we define synovitis? What is synovitis? And why this is so important in patients with hemophilia? Yeah, the simple questions are often the difficult ones, Maria Elisa. So the synovitis is uh, inflammation in the synovia, and this results in, in a hypertrophia and a chronic inflammation. We have first to distinguish between acute synovitis and chronic synovitis. And um, the synovial inflammation normally comes after bleed in the joint. This bleed can be a full bleed, it can be a micro bleed, it can be a sinal bleed. And uh, from the pathophysiological point, the uh, hemoglobin, the iron, results to activation of cytokines and to inflammation, and due to this, to synovitis. Why synovitis is so important in the case of hemophilia? Because synovitis is the first step of joint disease in hemophilia. Due to the chronic inflammation, now, the joint is a first step of joint destruction, and so it's very reasonable uh, to treat chronic synovitis and synovitis aggressively. You mentioned both acute and chronic synovitis, but let's go into the details. What do we mean by the term chronic synovitis? So if you look in the literature, there are uh, different definitions for chronic synovitis, and normally it defines the duration. And we had in our process with, with the Delphi consensus, we looked how long hypertrophy of the synovia must be present to talk about chronic synovitis. And I think it's reasonable that we said, okay, we go for three months hypertrophy in imaging of the synovia to call it chronic synovitis. And um, this, from my point of view, will be a reasonable approach. And um, let's move to etiology. What causes synovitis in patients with hemophilia? Yeah, the problem, the, the, the pathophysiology is still poorly understood. We now, from, from uh, some preclinical evaluations, joint bleed in, in, in mice, that for sure the blood, the hemoglobin, the iron deposition in the joints results in cytokine activation, inflammation, and chronic hypertrophy of the synovia. Chronic hypertrophy leads to more blood vessels. You can see it sometimes in the ultrasound in the Doppler signal that there is a, a, a higher blood fluid in the synovia. And this process is ongoing if you don't treat it. So normally, if you have a bleed, you have an acute synovitis. And if you don't treat it properly, there's a possibility to develop 
chronic synovitis because the synovia normally takes care of the blood which has gone in the joint and due to this uptake and repair process with hemoglobin and iron, the cytokine activation, the hydroxyl radicals and other neoangiogenesis processes contribute to chronic synovitis. You explained a lot about the potential causes of synovitis, but what is still unknown about the causes of synovitis? Now, the process why some people develop synovitis and some don't, even after bleed, is poorly understood. And there must be other ways. And we know from inflammation in the joints, like in uh, rheumatoid arthritis, that there are different ways for inflammation in the synovial tissue. And if we understand these mechanisms more, there might be other treatments. Because in the moment, our best treatment is to stop bleeding and to interrupt this chronic inflammation. But of course, there might be the possibility with stopping the cytokine storm, like in rheumatoid arthritis, to treat chronic synovitis more efficiently in the future. So I think more basic research and translational research is needed to fully understand these processes. Thank you, Robert, for this interesting and engaging discussion. Maria Lisa, it was a pleasure to discuss with you and to be here with you on this podcast. During this discussion, we have learned that synovitis is synovial inflammation and hypertrophy that can lead to irreversible joint damage in patients with hemophilia. The definition of chronic synovitis is still unclear, and through a recent Delphi survey, it has been defined as synovial hypertrophy, which is persistent for at least three months. The pathophysiology behind synovitis development is still poorly understood. However, we know that hemoglobin, iron deposition, cytokines, hydroxyl radicals, and neoangiogenesis contribute to its development. If you enjoyed this podcast and want to find out more about the Factor Think Tank, please visit the website www.factorthinktank.com. And make sure to tune in to the next episode where I will be discussing the diagnosis of synovitis with Professor Di Minno. Thank you.